A reading from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 2. In those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration and was taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. All went to their own towns to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, the city of David called Bethlehem, because he was descended from the house and family of David. He went to be registered with Mary, to whom he was engaged and who was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child. And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in bands of cloth and laid him in a manger, because there was no place in the guest room. Now in that same region there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace among those whom he favors. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger. And when they saw this, they made known what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. And Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen, just as it had been told them. On May 24, 2007, I went with my very pregnant sister to her weekly doctor's appointment. You see, we were eagerly awaiting the arrival of her second child, my niece Morgan. And her due date was a couple of weeks away, and I was pretty anxious because I had a trip out of state on her due date, and I very much did not want to miss the arrival of my niece. In fact, I had an invitation to be in the very room during the birth, and so I most certainly didn't want to miss that. So we went to her appointment there, and it was normal as always, and the doctor said she's not quite ready and told my sister to get dressed while she went to check the very last lab results, the urine test. And so we got dressed, she got dressed, and we waited, and the doctor came back in and said, you know what, your water has already broken. We're having this baby. Now, not sure I heard correctly, I said, now? And the doctor said, yes, now. I wasn't pregnant, but I was the only one crying in that room. I was so overjoyed that God had answered my prayers and that I would not miss this birth. And so we went home, and we gathered her things, and we made all the calls, and we heard on the other end from husband and grandparents, now, yes, now. 
And we got to the hospital, and a few hours later, Morgan was born. There's something about a child entering the world that makes us ask now. It's time to start pushing, the doctor says. Now, the woman says, yes, now. Get a text. The baby's arriving. You're going to be grandparents. An eager dad text in all capital letters. Now, the grandparents say, yes, now. Just down the hill from us is our gym, and right now it's hosting the Jefferson City Room at the End. This overnight facility provides shelter and food and support for those in our community who are experiencing homelessness. And so while we're gathered here tonight, there are around 20 men and women just down the hill from us, in from the rain and the cold, and among them is a couple expecting a baby any day now. And on Wednesday when I was working, the girl told me that the doctor said the baby could come any time. And I said, well, you need to hold that baby until 11.30 p.m. when I get off my shift <laughs> because I am not ready for that now, right, in this moment. But sometime soon, friends, there will be a now for this couple. And gratefully, they have a place to stay, thanks to the Salvation Army, when that child makes their family whole. No matter what's going on, we don't always have a plan, and we're not always prepared for a baby. I'm not sure the world was ready for Jesus. I'm not sure they had any idea that that was on the horizon for them. You see, they had waited a long time for this promised Messiah, generations. And they began to wonder, I think, if it would ever come to be. But finally, the time had come. Sometime after they arrived in Bethlehem, Mary grips Joseph's forearm and he turns to look at what's going on and he can read her face. And he's like, now? And Mary's like, now. Yes, now. As I was imploring that pregnant woman at the shelter not to sneeze or cough in case something would happen, at that same moment across town at St. Mary's, one of our First Baptist families welcomed their newest child into the world little sweet Jane. And on Thursday, I stopped by the hospital to greet this newest part of our First Baptist family. And when I walked in, it, I kind of watched the Christmas story unfold there. An overjoyed and weary mom sat on the bed. An overjoyed and weary dad sat on the couch. And next to him was his mom holding sweet little Jane in her pink onesie with a little hat with a pink ball on top. It was an exciting moment in the artificial light of that hospital room as I watched this family aglow with welcoming this latest member of the family, the fourth of their daughters. Across the faces, you could see this radiant love seasoned with a healthy dose of life now as a family of six. Around 24 hours earlier, the doctor had said to them it was time to bring this gift into the world, and they said, now? And the doctor said, yes, now. And as I held Jane, I whispered into her ear that her church family loved her already, that we couldn't wait to watch her grow up. The family and I talked about who she looked like, and we decided she looked like Jane. We talked about what personality she might have and who she'll grow up to be. And one of the last things I whispered to her is to say, you are so very much loved, Jane. 
When I walked into that hospital room, I walked into the Christmas story, the story of God's love for the world. The grandma holding her precious granddaughter was the very picture of God, deeply in love and full of joy. And that child in her arms was you. The way that grandma looked at her little granddaughter and is how God looks at you with abundant joy and the deepest love. And perhaps you think tonight, how could God look at me that way? I am far from the innocence of a baby. But friends, that grandma's love wasn't conditional or dependent upon the baby's innocence. I promise you, it won't waver at the first smelly diaper or the first time that child tells a little lie about getting into the cookie jar with the evidence of chocolate in the corner of their mouth. That grandma's love is based on one thing. That is her granddaughter. She belongs to her. God's love for us is the same. It isn't based on us, what we do or don't do. It is held firmly and without condition in God because of one thing. You are God's. You are part of God's family, and God loves you. Preacher Will Willeman was asked to summarize the gospel in seven words or less, and this was his response. God refuses to be God without us. On Christmas, we hear the story of God's abundant joy and love for God's people, so much that God wants there to be no distance between us. God wants nothing more than to be with us. And so God came into our world, not as a world leader or military general, not as some wise sage or high priest. God came as a baby. Beloved friends, in a season that weighs heavy with so much expectation and anticipation, a season that both delights and exhausts, a season full of joy and grief, we are reminded once again of the only gift that we need, Jesus, Emmanuel, God with us. With Mary, Joseph, and those shepherds, with the men and women down the street in those cots, with sweet Jane and her family of six, with millions around the world and the rubble of wars. Our hearts dare to wonder tonight, really, God is with us now? God leans in close tonight and whispers into our ears, yes, now.